podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? I would love that to hear weird. some immediate feedback on how awful that sounded. There are dogs <laughs> that are Oof. angry dogs. with us. Like, oh. I mean, we're just we're Sweet four dog. people in a room singing that, and I want to leave Sweet this blind. room. So I feel bad for anyone attempting don't to listen to that. Don't turn it off. It's yeah, going don't turn to it get off. better. That's, it gets, yeah, that's the yeah, it gets better video. It always starts low and then just goes up to a higher point later. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Movie Podcast. I always think we started way too early, and it took for, like we were like, oh, we, I guess we have to get to that point for podcast. Right. But yeah, go on. Yeah, thanks. Well, thanks know, for guys, it, God it, damn it. it fits into what... <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> movie, movie, movie podcast. I said it. That means we've started. Oh. <laughs> uh, That's a reference to one of the movies. Right. What? It's Go on. Tiggs here, uh, as always. And uh, to my right, in eighth grade, you saw him cruising USA. By high school, he was cruising the world. Now, <laughs> see him cruising the galaxy. Alex Covios. I'm going to be taken. Next up is the understudy of the male Dutch model for the uh, model of Commander Jack Shepard. Uh, <laughs> Peter Smith, everybody. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm the Dutch model. <laughs> no, you're the understudy to the Dutch model. I'm a Dutch model. <laughs> yeah, and up. last but not least, I hope you know he packs a chainsaw. <laughs> what? I'll kick your ass raw, and if his day keeps going this way, he, he just might break something tonight. Russ Stevens. Skin. Um, it's actually break your fucking face tonight. Well, that's a, I thought it was skin your it's ass a family raw. Show. Is it uh, kick it your ass matter. raw? It's skin. Oh, but that's Because okay. that sounds crazier. <laughs> what, kick, it's like watching some? it. Just, please stop skidding my ass. <laughs> so uh, this Fred week, first. we'll be going through uh, Pitch Perfect, Looper, and we're going to be starting this off with Taken 2. So, Russ, why don't you give us the Russ down? Okay. <laughs> the Russ down. <laughs> Taken 2. Directed by Olivier Megaton. I love that name. I, Me too. I do too. Such a great name. In Istanbul, retired CIA operative Brian Mills and his wife are taken hostage by the father of a kidnapper Mills killed while rescuing his daughter. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's so, so you probably know this movie as that oh shit, they made a second one, or why are they doing fake vocal tracks in the television trailers? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it, it's bothering well, the crap of me, the, t- I the mean, commercial it's a spots. Sequel to the movie that launched the genre of Liam Neeson hurting people. Kicking ass. Well, wasn't that Five Minutes in Heaven? Wasn't that before that? Yeah, that, well, I mean, that really didn't. Seven minutes. Yeah, it's like, released. it's like once Neeson's wife died, he decided. I'm, what? It is. It is. Know, but time. we didn't have to say it. Yeah, but it, it's a part of who he is. Once his wife died, he was like, you know what? I'm killing everyone in movies. <laughs> yeah. Be careful, kids. Don't parent trap your mom because it, there's some lasting effects. Right. So he decided, I'm going to start killing everybody. And <laughs> She played the mom in the I know. Oh, yeah, no, no, just check. Fucked up. Guys, give me some weird looks. Yeah. <laughs> what? That was judgment. Oh. <laughs> That's what those looks uh, are. But yeah, oh, it right. is a huge genre now. It does very well. He beats up he, people. He beats up wolves. Yeah, the, it's so weird because we he forget that this wolf. is Oscar Schindler of all things too. 
Yeah, he doesn't take shit. No. He's, um, he's making a list, <laughs> and it's a people to kick. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, taking the first one was universally, for the most part, adored, and it made yeah. way more money than anybody expected, especially yes. coming out in yeah. January. Movies don't make money, though. And it really right? helped, it really helped uh, Luke Besson's writing career more so than Transporter did. Everyone's, like, Transporter was supposed to be this kind of big, silly action movie, and Jason Statham was just at the time in which he needed something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so that was more of a thing. So for Luke Besson to get really any job he wants and any kind of sort of strange action script he writes will get made. Like, that's how that stupid From Paris with Love got made. Oh, yeah. Um, um, and then he's got another, he's writing another movie for someone else stupid who shouldn't be in something like this. Um, I forget what. Oh, oh, Kevin Costner is going to get something like this. Yep, yeah. yep. He's going to get his, like, um, adult. Waterworld 2? Yeah. <laughs> which is, like, the new way, which is, like, that's, like, the new way you give an older uh, celebrity, I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I think, we uh, could use a cough button. <laughs> yeah, but I think that like the the weird thing is for Luke Besson and uh, uh, Liam Neeson, both of them in between Taken One and uh, Taken, Taken two? two have like kind of had this part of their career almost run its course because right. unknown kind of uh, derailed Liam Neeson from yeah, the genre, and I feel like Columbiana was overall ignored. And it was the same director as this. Um, yeah, I tried to watch Olivia that movie, and I, I, I failed in that attempt. Was, I yeah. fell asleep and was like, yeah. this isn't interesting. Um, the sun was Lockout, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's the thing. He he makes, like, simple action movies for non-really action he stars. Columbiana, didn't he? He did. He did. Yeah, okay. He yeah, wrote it, he did and like, he does uh, Olivia stuff, Megaton, like, who directed Taken 2, directed that. Um, but yeah, Taken 2 comes along, and what you expect from a sequel these days is for it to not be better. But for it to have more of what you kind of liked the first time. So in my yeah. opinion, I was like, oh, cool. Taken 2 uh, will have significantly more murdering mm-hmm. and way less of a plot, which I'm cool with watching yeah. Neeson kill yeah. people. Not so much better, but you're hoping for bigger. Like, yeah. Because they have to overdo whatever happened the first one. And this the movie... Gr- the gray ended up being a little bit more thinky. Yeah. Less kicky. Yeah. <laughs> and this movie ended this up being less audience. violent, but more... Uh, tried to be like, here's how he does the things he does. Yeah. And here's how he is as good as he is. And here's how much he cares about his family. Like, he can See, talk his, he can care. talk people through doing all this shit because he knows how to do it that well. And then, like, yeah. Or, I, I, I mean, I enjoyed it for those reasons. Because uh, the one thing that we were talking about before, uh, about, like, what's interesting about it, and what we liked about the sequel is that it really made the character of his daughter like kind of screwed up at this point. Like, yeah. th- th- things shouldn't go back to status quo, and it shouldn't be like in Die Hard Two when Holly Gennaro is just like, "This happens." <laughs> I was I was gonna say this does feel a lot like Die Hard Two, but I mean, her life Oof, was like severely changed. She, she, clearly, she had some like had a little bit of emotional problems. Like, she was. She was wrapped up but, and about to be like sex traded. Like that mm-hmm. shit, something, yeah. something that really kind of messes you up. But also, they turned Liam Neeson into the parts where he was. Because I think when they do get there, it gets all right. Yeah. But I think the parts when it's leading up to that, um, Liam Neeson acts like Lieutenant Commander Data from Star Trek: The Next Generation. But like, what does your mother mean? Fall in love. How much Next Gen have you been watching recently? A lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thing, you have to. Well, a, lot, a lot of people forget about this. I think it's why a ton of people panned it is because you forget. About the beginning of Taken One, it's as corny as the beginning of this one. It at, was heavy-handed. Yeah. Liam Neeson not really knowing how to act in this sort of thing. 
if you remember when he was like guarding that Britney Spears s character uh, yeah, and like but, trying to talk to his daughter about it, like sing- yeah, I think yeah, that it makes sense like- in Taken One though because it's still all about his daughter and it's just about how he's just like an overprotective father and then it's the, he doesn't want the daughter to go away and then she does and all, everything that everyone else in his life was just like <laughs> Wait, what, not going to happen. What band was she following again? You, you too, you, you too. too. Yeah. That's it. She's going to uh, follow you too. And then this one is just like. He's teaching her driving, and now they're all going on vacation, and now they're all going to get taken, and it just doesn't it doesn't flow the same way that the that the first yeah, one. Yeah, but did. I think I think you need the more of emotional contact because you you know I don't it's, think there it's was ridic- emotional contact in this. Well, well no, no, I think that's it's ridiculous tough. to think yeah. that a family would get taken again. So it needs to be more about, um, you know, maybe him reconnecting with his wife or him helping his daughter like kind of gain back that confidence and power to be not afraid of everything. It's weird but because I, I hate sequels that are... I hate most sequels in any way. But I would have actually just preferred this be like a hangover to just do exactly what you did again. Oh, like, yeah. But See, more. I mean, that's that's one choice. Yeah. I kind of like the choice that they made here. If they did that, I would have liked that as well because it would just be Liam Neeson beating people up. I would have. That's all I wanted. I would have bought the whole like uh, getting his daughter back into society where like, oh, she's too afraid to drive or whatever it is if she wasn't about to be sex traded and like obviously just has a boyfriend who she's making out with because and like yes. blowing off yeah. her father. Like that yeah, doesn't make any was, fucking sense to me. I mean, th- granted... Granted, this the the weakest part of this one. It was that was missing the big scenes like the last one, like uh, the torture scene from the first yeah, one, yeah, there, like strapping is, the guy to the chair, yeah. and then for shooting that French cop's wife, yeah. that scene was missing. Yeah, he also there was did, nothing like that. He also didn't have like any uh, any cool sort of monologue. Where right. he, like where like the particular set of skills like people like everyone knows what that's from like this didn't have any sort of iconic moment. Yeah, one, one, one of my like spy. favorite little internet memes is just that speech on a picture of the blue shell from Mario Kart. Right. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I will find you. I will kill you. <laughs> oh, I hate I that blue that. shell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to me, it, it just it it felt more like a Taken point well, seven five yeah, than a Taken two. But now Taken two. three, all the people that he killed in this one, everyone's just gonna no, keep so, coming up. So it's I'm assuming that it's her boyfriend is the other one of the other sons of the guy who he just killed. Oh, oh so they're gonna. Um, I still know what you did last last summer, Benson. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, my last name's Benson, as in Benson, Son? which is Come the on. best horror movie twist. It's still in the history of the world. No <laughs> Oh my I still god! Yeah, yes. I oh, His no, last name I was Benson because well. he was yeah. like, "I'm Benson." How did you not see it? Because that's fucking stupid. Yeah, <laughs> and, Kevin Williamson, you hack. And I love yeah. what. Uh, well, sorry, going back to that movie. One of the things I love: they win the competition because she says that the co- uh, the capital of Brazil is Rio de Janeiro, and they win. But because we're stupid teenagers at the time, we don't know that that answer is wrong when it comes out later. It's like <laughs> they're looking at a globe and they're like, "Wait, the capital of Brazil isn't Rio de Janeiro. <gasps> this is a trap." <laughs> <laughs> if you have if you have the opportunity, go back and watch. I still know what you did last summer because it's the worst attempts at mind fucks of a sequel ever. That yep. sounds amazing. <laughs> it is. It is. It doesn't. It end like the first one ends with like uh, Sarah. No, Sarah Michelle Gellar. No, no that Jennifer, was Jennifer, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Like getting. Ca- it always like ends with like a big scare. Her like getting captured again, but then that has nothing to do with the, next, the next movie. movie. Which really annoys. But Brandy me. was in it, right? Oh, and right. Mackay Pfeiffer. Um, so yeah, Taken. Uh, Two. Since we're not talking Sorry. about that, well, I digress. But <laughs> I feel I feel like we got off topic because the movie's not that great, yeah. in my opinion. But do you want to just rate it? Yeah, let's rate this. Well, I, I, oh, real well, quick before that, yeah. I, well, okay. I guess I could be part of my rating. Uh, so okay. I'll go first. Um, I'm gonna. I'm. Oh, oh, this was the thing because I, I think a lot of the movies. Do you want to go to Alex? <laughs> uh, y- yeah, skip me real quick because I gotta Alex. think of what I'm actually giving it. Um, 
Um, I mean, it, it stinks because this is... Stinks. You got to hear it first. No, no, no. no. Alex stinks, it stinks and tinks. I don't. <laughs> I don't think it stinks. I think it it's mediocre. Stinks. And uh, the parts where it's it's it still does what Taken did last time are still fun, <laughs> but it just doesn't quite feel as if it um, right. was necessary. So what are you going to... I'm going to give this uh, two and a half... Uh, broken taxi cabs? Okay. I don't know. There's a lot of broken taxi cabs in this thing. They steal Stolen a lot of taxi cabs. Yeah, yeah, the Mills family them. hates taxi cabs. Yeah, they really do. When's a good time to see this movie? Uh, like on demand. Okay. I yeah, feel like so. Taken, if they're, if this doesn't do well, Taken oh, it, 3. No, it, it, was the, it made like 50 million. Okay. It may already made 100 some odd million worldwide. All right, if it yeah. didn't do well, Which this would have gone direct to DVD and it would have been like... 50 Cent is his partner from Holy back home. shit, that would be and awesome. That's what, this is a better movie I've made <laughs> up in my head. <laughs> and, and then his wife gets taken to something. Blood on the sand. No, they take a skull. He takes a skull. Yeah. Find the skull. Uh, well, that's the thing. I mean, um, over, you got to think, over the past few weeks, there's movies that have come in first, like haven't been making that much money. This made $50 million its opening weekend. That's pretty good. What, Looper only made like 20-something, right? It yeah, but it, I mean, it that also came out, what, the same weekend as Hotel Transylvania, and right. that shit trounced everything. Hmm. Um, uh, I I'm gonna give it uh, three and a half, two o'clocks. Yeah, that happened because uh, right. it was driving me and Tiggs crazy when we saw it together. Is that they kept bringing up the number two and like not clever ways, just like okay, it's two, we get it. And then <laughs> so so, so the rest of this movie, me and Tiggs were just joking about the number two and like how many ways it can come in. But uh, it was like it was kind of fun, but it did make a ton of movie, a ton of money, and <laughs> did, didn't make a ton, ton of movie. Uh, and I would, I, you know what, it would be fine if they want to do another one. Yeah, uh, I'll still see it. I'll still see it. I I would hope though that this would be the the mostly action sort of one and when this was first announced uh, I've heard it was like oh Taken 2 the cu- twist is he's taken into a hostile country and he has to like get out of the country it's not just like uh, oh I only have a few hours to get this done it was going to be more of a sprawling adventure sort of thing and I think that's the direction they should go with the third one more of a mm-hmm. really more of a he's in Im- imminent danger than he has to go save someone yeah. one, of, one of my favorite parts is when the guy is looking for Maggie Grace and he shoots the random guy, and he just that like, was the great. subtitle just says, "I, I just shot, shot this some, guy." Yeah, that was great. You got to think that so that many people say that parts. in action movies, but they never translate it for us. Russ, what'd you think? Uh, I'm gonna give it three grenades. Damn it! Uh, Damn it! Because Maggie Grace just throws grenades all over the place without just, any like, without regard for who could be around. Yeah. Um, I give it three because it is. I'd say it's. It is aggressively average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it could have been a little bit better, mm-hmm. but in my opinion, it, it doesn't because there's not enough of Liam Neeson murdering people uh, for a short film. I would have liked to see him killing people. I would have liked to see him killing people differently. And I would have liked if the action was, wasn't was cut in like the Batman Begins style where I could barely see what was happening. Yeah, that was yeah, quite like really that. the courtyard was yeah. a little, was, was so directed in a horrible way. And I'm so used to like, we're really used to that like up close and personal like uh, Bourne style and yeah. I can like make out what happens but in this but one I had one, a very yeah. difficult time and it kind of well, took me out of the movie. Even when you could see what was happening it looked, even like the hand-to-hand stuff looked kind of lame like when they're fighting the Turkish bath like they were just kind of slap fighting. And also, like, the sound editing was so... It made... Like, the sounds just sounded so unrealistic to what was happening. That oh, sound editing was forever. terrible. I forgot yeah. about that. It was, yeah. it was absolutely I awful. Ne- I rarely noticed that. But and it, it started in the opening credits. I don't know. It was just, like... It was felt so off. It doesn't feel like you were in the movie theater. It was mm-hmm. so strange. Right. 
Yeah. Tiggs? I'm going to give it uh, two and a half tiny cell phones. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It was... His, tam- his Tamagotchi cell phone. His Tamagotchi cell phone. That was, that <laughs> was kind of weird. It was really cool, but it was kind of weird. Um, it, I mean, like Russ was saying, it is aggressively average for the most part. And, you know, I, en- I enjoyed watching it, but I'm not going to run out and go and watch it again. Like, I would... I want to go watch Taken, like, constantly. I'll just, like, be on the top of my mind, like, every few months. Be like, oh, I should just watch Taken. I don't think that's going to happen with Taken 2. Yeah, no. Uh, it's, you know, it's... It's it's more of the same but less of it, which yep. is kind of annoying. And, and and I think like it's just funny when the bad guys keep getting confronted with the morality because like sh- shut up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> la, 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 la. think about it for a minute. Like all of your relatives were sex traffickers. Yeah, I know. Oh, and they killed your sex trafficking. These son. guys have really like uh, like they get hurt feelings real easy. But, yeah. <laughs> Why did you do that, Brian Mills? Why'd yeah. you kill all my sex trafficking well, I mean, family? <laughs> If there's one thing we could take away from the Taken movies is safety, <laughs> is you, safety in when you travel. So the first one taught us don't invite anyone back to your hotel room. Don't let anyone know where you're staying. In yeah. this one, don't a, with a nice slut. little travel tip to take away from this film is um, even if you kill a local police officer, the U.S. Embassy will help you right away. Right? Oh, yeah. If you f- call your friend on a golf course. Right. Yeah. So, Looper. Looper. <laughs> All right. The Rust Out. Looper, directed by Ryan Johnson. In 2072, when the mob wants to get rid of someone, the target is sent 30 years into the past where a hired gun awaits. Someone like Joe, who one day learns the mob wants to close the loop by transporting back Joe's future self. All right, so why don't they kill the people and then send them back? Well, well, that's the whole thing. No, it was. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Shut so up. Looper <laughs> is about. Wait, uh, all right, the movie's over. <laughs> Looper. Oh, is no, about they have the No, because that's the whole thing. They have that tracking system. So I guess killing something, killing someone, more sends a signal to right. authorities that someone was killed. If someone just disappears totally through time travel, it's shut up. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's hard. It's gonna be tough to talk about this movie because well, there's the a ton Hubble of stuff. Wars made them not able to kill yeah. people. <laughs> there's a ton. Of, there's a ton of stuff in this movie that they don't really. Tell Tell you in the trailer, right. a lot of tonal stuff, a lot of story points too. Yeah. Yep. It's like yeah. you get the sense in the trailer that this is something crazy that's happening to him, but this actually happens to every single looper yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. in a way, uh, in a like slightly different way. So th- there's a lot of surprises in this movie, not in the sense of oh, this is the most heady movie I've ever seen, but there's just more to it than I have to track down time travel old right. me. Well, and I think it was it was very interesting for all the stuff that I did, wasn't expecting. And right. I think that they kind of pull an inception by not being as heady as everyone thinks they are. Yeah, yeah. And I, I and think like when you by doing that, you're able to just sort of buy it a lot quicker. Yeah, because yeah. they're not like trying to explain so much of the science behind how this is possible and how meeting yourself in the future can affect. The, it's just like understand that that happens. Yeah, just, and I like it. Yeah, and we don't want to talk about it. I like get on board because we have to tell a we have to tell a story mm-hmm. that that is a part of. Yeah, and, and they deal with time travel pretty well. I mean, yeah. just just the entire concept of it that they yeah they don't really go deep into it, but just like the events that you see and how it plays out and and you know looping or whatever, it all it all works really well in the end. Yeah, I, and for this, I like really enjoy this movie, and I like that it's not getting the same sort of reviews that Inception's got of like this is the most brilliant sci-fi movie ever no. made. Yeah, which I made me people, Inception yeah. more because like I've seen you had to take I've seen a hundred times more smarter sci-fi films than this. I feel like people learn their lesson after Inception not to hype it. Up. Well, I mean, it was definitely hyped up, but not to hype up like the There's science no and one, the like. Why? 
Yeah, exactly. And also, like, it, something can still just be a backdrop to another kind of movie. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's parts in this movie where they actively say, like, I don't want to talk about the time travel stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, like, let's not get into this. It's because that takes up too much. And if and, and if you if you open up that conversation, it leaves room, f- leaves huge room for all the plot holes mm, of your story right. where people will look for things wrong with it. And I still think they did a good job of giving you context to why... Bruce Willis's version wants to keep his life. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, having that little vignette of, like, the... You just want to say vignette. <laughs> yeah, but, like, having that, like, that like two-minute thing of, like, what happens in those 30 years. Uh, I mean... I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm giving Alex, like, spoiler faces when I'm just messing with him. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, was about to say, this does, yeah I, I got words when I was... This doesn't play on radio. This doesn't play on radio. Yeah, no, I think that, you know... Without having to Stop spend it. a lot of the movie on this stuff, yeah, uh, yeah. they're able to touch on it. That's all. Yeah. Uh, and the one thing I, I guess that I could say was a little tiny bit disappointed because I like Ryan Johnson so much in his other movies. Yeah. I thought the actual script was lacking in somewhat, somewhat especially the conversational parts, and it didn't. Yeah, and and what it did, true. it yeah. didn't really lead to as good of performances as I expected out of the whole cast. I thought Jeff Daniels was great, yeah, he was. but with an actor of like Paul Daniels quality. Um, and, yeah. and Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis, who, if when he puts his mind to it, what? he can do really well in films. Like there's those like tiny Bruce Willis roles and ones he like excels at the most. Yeah, and this really didn't feel like I got that I, out of anyone but Jeff Daniels. I think that really? Brick I, was partially responsible for that for being so uh, written with such a pace and exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, um, and even Brothers Bloomed. Yeah, so. I actually liked uh, Go- Joseph Gordon-Levitt a lot in this movie. I um I thought he had a, a tougher job of playing a character that on paper you don't like that character. No. Yeah. yeah. Um and I thought he did a good enough job of making me at least sort of see where he was coming from enough. And I thought he did a good job of playing a younger Bruce Willis. Like I thought he yeah. nailed a lot of the facial yeah. tics, even though they do, do like the makeup to make him look. Well, but I think he like got his body language. He felt like stuff. more of a almost more of a riot, Robert De Niro to me because he he just kept doing the De Niro face. Well, that's because his his time. makeup effect made you think more of Jake LaMotta than yeah. oh, Bruce Willis. I agree. Because you see an actor in that face, oh, he's just playing like Baby Raging Bull. <laughs> baby watch, yeah, Raging Bull. Baby, baby, baby Raging Bull. That should really baby be. Baby Raging Bull. I will so, watch that cartoon. Did you fuck my wife? <laughs> well, the baby wouldn't say the F word, Alex. Right. Like, I, you could really, in my head, I was like, how can I say that without saying the F word? And then yeah. you just went with it. So I now, I, I guess I, there's no like kitty joke we can make. You now. know what other character I really, I, I enjoyed was Kid Blue. Uh, like the henchman yes. for um, the Gap, Jeff Daniels' character. Yeah. yeah, I thought the that Gap guy Man. was awesome, and I don't know. If, mm. I feel like I've seen him in something oh, else, yeah. and I can't I place don't know it. Who that is. But looks... I thought he did such an awesome job of playing like that secondary henchman that just fucks stuff up yeah, all yeah. the time. He should be unjustified. But having more of a character, oh yeah, yeah. but having more of a character than any sort of bumbling or angry henchman you've really ever seen. Mm-hmm. Whether that be you know, there's, there's some henchmen that you see in the movie, like oh, one of the ancillary character is gonna have like a big showdown with him he doesn't get the the huge showdown with the main character but like something big's gonna happen but he was more just like a really interesting like part of it mm-hmm. yeah i was yeah. like i'm impressed by this like person who i don't know who he is but he was like a really compelling character to me yeah yeah i really liked it too yeah so i guess uh, once again we talked about like to not really tread on anything and say too much luke could just go right to re- yeah, giving our reviews right now yeah so uh pete because you fucked up last time at the first yeah. start go next time. thank you i will pass it on to alex then <laughs> okay uh, uh no <laughs> pete. Oh, okay. Uh, i'm going to give it 
Alex. <laughs> well, here's a tentative. I'm going to give it right now. Tentatively, I am going to give this film... Uh, Four frogs, uh, frog beepers. Oh, right. uh, something it was, uh, <laughs> so not important about why I said that. But t- I, the tentative way is because I don't know if I want to see this movie again yet. Yeah. That's the biggest thing that I've, I've we talked about the like the fun, a lot of the first few podcasts. I haven't brought up a lot. Uh, a movie like this is just like, am I going to want to buy it when it comes out? That was like the weird thing with both Expendables movies. Like I, I haven't watched Expendables once since the theater, even though I loved it. Mm-hmm. That would be the big thing. I would be give it more of like a four and a half. Or even possible five, if it becomes that movie that I like, like to watch of every few months. So maybe we'll come back to it in a few months. Yeah, we yeah. will. Um, but so for right now, I'm going to say four because it's a very strong film. Very, it's more of a fun, interesting ride than a heady piece of what they're trying to give you. There's a ton more going on in this film that you just don't see from the trailers. So I would absolutely go see it in the theater before you read too much about it. Mm-hmm. I think even the even it's one of those things. If you read a review for it, you might think, oh, that seems like not a very big deal to know before I go in, but it kind of ruins it because it's just not what you were expecting, sort of like a different character feel. So I would get out and see this as soon as you can. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but because this is such like a, a see it now in the theater type thing, I'm going to give this a four and a half uh, missing Paul Dano noses. Nice. And uh, uh, I think that even even though someone like Paul Dano, that you get such a, a small performance, but it does feel memorable. It, like he he still puts a lot into it. Uh, I think shows that like you know Ryan Johnson gets great people and mm-hmm. does get some good. Uh, performances out of them. Uh, even Emily Blunt, someone I'm not you know, crazy about necessarily all the time movies, I thought she was really good here. Mm-hmm. And I thought that the uh, the character of, of her son, uh, I usually, kids ruin movies for me. Uh, Especially in this type of role. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this kid didn't ruin a mo- the movie for me. But and it was like, really great. That in and of itself I think is a pretty big accomplishment. So uh, I see this now in the theaters. Russ. Uh, yeah, um... I guess I'm going to echo a lot of what Alex said. I'm going to go with four and a half creepy kids because um, they're, they're like a lot of movies have like a kid that's sort of ground the the plot and make you care about somebody. And this movie does that differently and more intelligently with a kid that's adorable and not like precociously obnoxious. Yeah. And um, I mean, beyond that, I just think there's so many things that are done well in the film. Again, I don't want to say too much about it, but it t- it it's like three or four. It has like three or four tonal shifts that work so interestingly. And Emily Blunt, I ever since that movie she was in earlier this year, the five year engagement, oh. I was like that movie was so bad it made me hate her. And this movie kind of gave her back some credit. Yeah, um, and, and I think like and I think that's good. Like we've said, like there's all this other fiction that they don't touch on, and they could have ruined that with just all these lines of exposition yep. and things like that. I and, thought it, yeah. And they don't do that. I thought it put a really cool world together that most films spend, like, eons trying to construct and get wrong. This movie put, made a cool world that I don't know a lot about, and I'm okay with that. Uh, okay, I'm going to give it uh, three and a half eyedropper drugs of... <laughs> Slow mo. I, I really, yeah, kind of. Uh, I really, I like the sci-fi setting. I, I like that there are actually a lot of good sci-fi <laughs> movies coming out right now. Yeah, uh, which is yeah. which yeah. is really great, and it's, it's cool just to see you know so many of them finally hitting like and actually doing well at the box office. So hopefully, there'll actually be more sci-fi movies to come. Uh, but, we talked uh, about all the way that all the way back to the Prometheus podcast uh, yeah. when that, the the JJ Abrams Star Trek like did this for us. Yeah, like, got sci-fi to be legit, and now and now better movies are being made. It doesn't have to be something big like Prometheus. Yeah, mm-hmm. which was shit. Uh, <laughs> That being said, uh, I, I, the kid, I didn't like the kid. Uh, really? Really? I did not like the kid at all. Oh, wow. Um, I, I enjoyed uh, 
uh, Joseph or JGO. Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> I enjoyed Bruce Willis's character. I thought there were a lot. Of, I thought there were a lot of great shifts throughout the movie. Tonal shifts. I thought the comedy throughout the movie worked really mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that the sci-fi elements of it worked really well, but it. Uh, it was just a little bit lacking for me, uh, mostly in the dialogue and the conversational pieces. Okay. In the midst, uh, I, I thought some of the henchmen could have been a little bit better, uh, just just uh, characterized. I I liked, I mean, I liked a lot of the loopers, but really, when it comes down to it, there was only one main looper, and the other ones were just kind of fodder for the rest of the time. And I thought the just the concept of a looper was interesting enough that you could have drawn more out of it. Yeah, actually, in, in the beginning of the movie, when you really find out about what exactly they signed up for, I would have liked to have met. Well, maybe two more and found out a little bit more about See, them. I, I felt like this could have been like a Showtime show or something like oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's yeah, that that's what I, like, I, I feel that. There's so. a lot there. Yeah, there, this is a very dense world and they give you like a very small part of it, but it's a, re- it's a really great dense world. Yeah, I mean, even just like the mentioning of like the vagrant riots and, and like stuff that like... <laughs> vagrant riots. That like really created this fire. world to be what it is. Like there's a ton there that yep. there's, they're just not telling you about. And it's, it's just, it's almost like... Painting the background, but without it, you know, jumping out. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Let's move on to Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. <laughs> the last movie of the podcast. Guys, I could kill me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I, all right, no, I'm just going to get right down. into yeah, it. Rust down it. The Rust down. Pitch Perfect, directed by Jason Moore. Becca, a freshman at Barden University, <laughs> is cajoled into joining the Bellas, her school's all-girls singing group. Injecting some much-needed energy into their repertoire, the Bellas take on their male rivals in a campus competition. The Treblemakers. The Treblemakers. So, Pitch Perfect is a movie for girls that this guy... I love this, <laughs> and this guy also loves. I, it was alright. <laughs> it's, it's it's so by the numbers. Uh, uh-uh, disagree. And I really yes. <laughs> really, really, uh-uh. really? Yeah, Did you watch Sister Act two recently or no? <laughs> I watched Sister that? Act two many times. Guys, well, I, I mean, which I'm is sure better, gonna... the better Sister Act? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, Especially well, that last part. Oh. That was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Well, all the all Lord the directed DVD uh, sequels starring Becca's sister are going to be great. I'm sure you guys okay, will watch yeah. all those on Netflix. <laughs> well, streaming right like, as soon as they come out. I'm I like that you said to. that because it because it feels like I. <laughs> me and Russ talked about this recently, and I think it's like it's uh, it's it's perfect. It kind of it combines. It's pitch perfect. Two, like it's two so perfect. big sort of movies like this. Like it's like Bring It On and Drumline. Drumline. Like Drumline. Nice. I will watch the last 10 minutes of because those drum lines are awesome. Yep. Yeah. No, I won't I, watch the beginning of it because I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring it on uh, is a, like, who cares about the cheerleading parts of it? But it's a, it's a, it's, it's a movie that's more, it shouldn't be Take as enjoyable back. as it is. <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm going to say I care about both elements of that film. No, but that's you what, that's, you put these two together. It's like, this is way more enjoyable than it should be. And also, I, for some reason, I'm like, the performance, I'm like, yep, yep, no, this, yep. this movie, well, okay, I, I, again, I will give, totally give this movie the performances. And there are times, yeah. there are times when I did enjoy it. And I'm not going to say it's completely terrible. The whole time. Is it the nope. whole time? Uh, but that's this weird. movie feels like it was written twice. One once sincerely, once ironically. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. And that's fine. Uh, no, because they they sometimes they have their each have their points where they seem good, and there's other times when it clashes, and it's 
just feels like okay. nails on a chalkboard. I I only have one problem with the movie, so I'm just gonna get that. That out it of the ended. Way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sandy Kenyon. No, uh, uh, the only problem I, I have with the reference. movie. I don't get that either. <laughs> He's the guy that does the movie Minute in the Cabs. Oh yeah, oh, who loves everything. Apples. He gives oh, apples. I don't take a lot of cabs. Okay, <laughs> take limos. Russ uh, is wearing a tie. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, it's true. I came from. It work. is an adorable tie. Though. Thank you, thrift store. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, but anyway, um, I think w- the only thing that doesn't really work for me is I'm like, I wish Rebel Wilson's character, Fat Amy, didn't always go back to the fat stuff. Oh, and also that they were all times. in the trailers. Yeah. Yes. All yeah. The, all That's the my jokes. only issue. Because I'm like, you're a funny character. You don't need she is very that. Funny. You don't need That's that crutch. fat, like yeah. I'm fat crutch or like, look at me, I'm being sexy. I'm well, like, you were, you had, you were funny. I like, yeah. I like that that one line that's in the trailer, like, uh, you call yourself Fat Amy, yeah. So, you, like, twig bitches like you don't say about yeah. I wish that was the end of it. I was like, yep. that's perfect. You should just act like a real person. And after also, yeah, exactly. the yeah, exactly. lesbian jokes got a bit much. And, yeah. <laughs> and also, they should have, like, maybe had, like, a switcheroo with that. And, like, I, you would have thought that, but this movie has some tricks up its sleeve. No, it has, there's so few tricks up its sleeve that you don't There aren't. I mean, it even like, points it out during the movie. Shut that up, the Tiggs. main character literally <laughs> says, I hate movies because they're so predictable. And that does doesn't make it okay for your movie to be predictable. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Guys, the Asian roommate's kind of a bee. Okay, the, but the, the, the Asian singing, uh, the singer was fucking That was great. funny. Everything, that was funny. She um, everything she said awesome. was awesome. Yes. You guys want to see a dead body? <laughs> yeah. I start fires to feel or something. <laughs> yeah, that, that stuff was legitimately funny. That and, was really funny. But also, like, when most of your, like, sexy humor is just boob grabs every time. Right. And, like... Oh, was, do boob grabs not work for you? That's oh, not Alex, funny. I love, more than boob I love grabs. Boobs, but I don't think that like that I don't want to pay for that. I can see it on the internet for nothing. Like if you give me oh. something, I don't think that's a joke. With that's, this sort of singing quality, yeah. I don't think so. No, yeah, I can't. I'll go PG get the soundtrack to the fucking movie that, like, and watch a porno. Like, give me a break. No, <laughs> I won't. After that statement, I will not give you a break. <laughs> I don't you know. You should keep yourself busy. <laughs> and also the, I don't, the, the Akka, the Akka th- things like... Akka, that, excuse me? I loved every single one of those. Akka? I loved every Explain one. yourself. Those are Akka terrible, and the Akka joke needed to be Akka breathe, so it became Akka funny. No, I, I actually, I legitimately liked yes. all the Akka jokes throughout the movie. <laughs> no, but like, I thought half <laughs> this cast was committed to it, and half was not. So what was the, okay. up with the kid who was like just trying to be Jack Black the whole time? Yeah, and wait, what was it with young uh, young Dane Cook? Yeah. Uh, makes a he both looks those kids look so like so much like Dane Cook. It's weird. Both it's crazy. those kids look like Dane Cook. So weird. yeah, it was a little like the main guy and then his magician roommate uh, look way too much alike. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they really did. But Adam Devine from Workaholics, he's funny. He's that funny. guy, like, just do that role in everything. Absolutely. And Anna Kendrick is always charming and and, and good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like her. Um, I I just. This movie's not for me. And well, I think you guys it. probably, I'll be honest, I'm going to say you probably don't like it as much as you think you do. <laughs> I saw this movie by myself in Chicago and loved it. You, do, I, first of all, do yeah. you know I like bullshit like I this? Know yeah, like I, bullshit. Know. Like, this is, I know you like bullshit. I know you like bullshit. I know you like bullshit. I think there was a preconceived notion came into this, and I'm sure that it works against me, too. Right. I think I came into this saying, like, I'm probably not going to like it. And I still enjoyed like I said, okay. I enjoyed an- enough of it that Fine. I didn't hate myself. I will let you know after I watch it again, and I'll watch it again. I will. <laughs> I'll I still pro- like, it. like this is a movie I'll probably uh, I can't say steal. Uh, it's a movie I'll probably buy. 
Steal. You just, <laughs> um, when you say that, the, the, no, you, said you just lost people so many jobs. <laughs> well, I've seen Mostly every. Br- I'll put it like this: I've seen every Bring It On, not for any other reason other than I, I paid enjoy thirteen dollars for this one. I did not see it on the weekend. I. I, so Friday night in I, I, I think I got, I got matinee yeah, price, yeah, but I, 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 did. I did pay money for it. Yeah. And um, I would do it again. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it. I too. So you guys want to rate it? Yeah. yeah. Russ. Four. Boom. <laughs> uh, yeah. Four. Four mashups. Nice. Like, because yeah, mashups, because are, mashups awesome. are new. Like, what's the difference between this and an episode of Glee? Um, the, the, Tell me. The, no, no, in, no, no, no. In Glee, yeah. they're not actually, their characters aren't actually singing. Right. Oh, that's, that's so, fake. Well, okay. So that's, that's, that's supposed that's to be a like, musical. Yes. Oh, okay. So that's in this one, question. this one, it's actually people performing for performance sake. Like, there's no point in which their characters break out into the song, but it's not real life. Yeah. Okay. That's what. That's that's why. Yes, I I get the compar- that, the that, comparison, that, but that's why I don't yeah. respect a show like Glee. It's like if you want to be clever, have everything be real. Yeah. Don't just have your characters being like, well, we don't have 45 minutes written, like so let's sing communi- for four. The community episode making fun of Glee, I feel like I'd rather watch that four times in a row than this movie. Oh, well, I mean, Community is a really good show. But yeah. I'm going to yeah, give Russ, this. I'm going to give this. Sure. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Did I say what I was going to. What I was going to give it four. Boom. Boom. <laughs> oh. That's a line in the movie. I'm going to give it four booms. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it four. Four vomit scenes. Um, <laughs> because there's. A couple in the movie, and I like them all. Nice. I this movie is for girls and me. Um, and, Peter. and Peter. Wait a second. And, <laughs> no, you say get her at the first time. Wait, that makes me Russ. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, well, then hey, you're lucky. Awesome. Yeah. But no, I I really enjoyed this movie. I get if you don't want to see this movie, don't. But if you have a slight interest, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I knew what I was going to get, and I got what I got and what I expected. I liked it. I liked. Elizabeth Banks and John Michael mm. Higgins characters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John Michael Higgins is pretty much doing what he does. Yeah. Everything. And I liked that. I I think it's good. I, I'm happy to see it make some money because uh, it seems to be doing pretty well. And I like it when girls have a movie to see that's not awful. Mm-hmm. Alex. I mean, again, I didn't – I'm, I'm not going to give this a terrible score or anything like that. Uh, Better not. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to say uh, – I'm going to say three because there is good singing and things like that. Uh, but I'm going to give this three repeated songs that they call out as being boring repeated and they still repeat it. <laughs> yeah. Because when you do that, we're like, man, isn't it boring when we do this? Mm-hmm. When you do, do it that. Like six more times. It's boring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so and that doesn't make it okay. <laughs> yeah. I think that, like, again... Um, well, I think because, I mean, we really have to get a chance that they shouldn't be doing this song again. But that's boring for the people watching the movie. That's a little too meta for what you're going <laughs> for this movie. Uh, and again, I mean, I look forward to uh, having some drinks on Netflix and watching uh, part two, uh, direct to DVD. Oh, I fully expect there to be, like, how many Bring It Ons there's been. There's, there's going to be four, a ton of these. Bring It On, Bring It On Again, Bring there's It On be, All or Nothing. This will be a franchise. There's going to be so many Pitch Perfects. And it's not terrible, and I think that, like... <laughs> If this is something you're interested in, Amazing. watch it because you will like it. But if you're a curmudge- curmudgeon like me and you don't enjoy things, stay away from it because the sound of people's laughter that like it will cut through you like a knife. <laughs> Holy Let's watch this together. Peter. I'm going to use that knife to butter my bread and eat it because I loved it. <laughs> Awful. Um, 
I, I'm going to give it the same as Russ. I'm going to give it uh, four. Four Locos? Oh, yeah, I did. I, well, I drank two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, I think that's having to do with Peter after seeing this movie. Oh, God, that was the worst. <laughs> we deserve a fucking medal. Thank you. Thanks, I do deserve a medal. That's not what he said. Like, excuse me? <laughs> All right. I, I, I'm going to give it four uh, TV-less dorm rooms. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it was. Girls don't have TVs in their dorm rooms. What? What? Yeah. Did the guys, though? I think guys, guys do. Did. I mean, most people just have a laptop these days. Mm. Yeah, I'm just dumb. How are you supposed to play? How did, yeah, how do they play their VHSs? <laughs> how do they watch the movie VHS? <laughs> how do they watch UHF? More important. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> um, I thought it was enjoyable. I, I, there, there was something about this preview when it first came out that I was looking at it and be like, I should hate this, but I just found myself giggling in the preview and being like, that seems a lot of fun. Like, I love Adam Devine. Uh, Anna Kendrick is uh, so a cute. beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Um. And I was just like something about it, and then I went and saw it, and I, I really enjoyed it. I re- like I thought it was a lot of fun. I felt myself like getting into some of like, well, just being entertained by their scenes. I love their uh, little hot spot in the empty pool game. Yep. That was yeah, awesome. They just played an improv game. Yeah, and I thought it, I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I would you know if if you, if you see this preview and think I could like that stuff, definitely go see it. You're gonna love it. Mm-hmm. Tanks. Uh, I'm gonna give it three Cisco references, uh, which was definitely my favorite line of the whole movie. Uh, when the main guy from uh, the Troublemakers goes, Bumper. best concert I've ever seen, Cisco, hands down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just yeah. like in the background. Of the, you couldn't really hear it. And I was just oh, like, yeah, that when they're on the tour bus. Yeah. 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 I wanted to hate the fuck out of this movie. And I have come, since seeing it on Friday, I've spent the last three days singing all the songs from the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, because they chose some good songs. What am I going to say? Uh, the performances were, were really good. Uh, Elizabeth Banks, I liked her at first. By the end of it, I was just like, you have to stop. Uh, you're, you're a little bit too much for me. And every other, I loved every other character pretty much in the movie. Too many fat jokes, too many lesbian yes. jokes. Um, yeah. I think it was the, the most, uh, something I forgot, the most refreshing, like, romantic character, minor male lead. Like, I thought he was, like, for any sort of movie like this, for more the girl, girl-centric, girl like, for for that romantic lead, uh, yeah, I thought he was just different than I've ever really seen mm-hmm. from any of this. He's just like kind of interesting, but he also like he sang too, and he, like he liked it. He was fun, but he was just like a a very real person in my mind. Mm-hmm. Marion, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Continue along. <laughs> um, I, I totally lost my train of thought. Thank you very much, Peter. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, it was it was all right. You should see it if you like these kinds of movies. Do it is very by the numbers. It is very much. Uh, you can yeah, it's very predictable, but it's still pretty fun. So this movie makes no apologies for what it is. It, uh, that is very true. It does not make. That's better than <laughs> most of the ones in the movie because they they don't even uh, attach them to things that have any ah uh, or I know, anything. I know, <laughs> and they do a thousand. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Oh, you're acting like seeing this movie was the apocalypse. Just relax. It, that's ba- that again, was that's really better. good. That's that was really good. good. That's know, pretty good. I know. This, this is, is what, me. I'm, 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 major, I'm a major fan club guy for this film. I'm going to start the fan club. Being an like a crybaby well, right I'm now. Enjoying- There's people that like hate taken which is so weird it's so nothing weird. to hate it's just taken. it is what it is all right so that that's pretty much it for this week right yeah, yeah uh we'll, we'll uh, before takes get to that next week we're doing sinister 
Frankenweenie? No, Frank, 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 I forget how we, we got to figure that out because we're, we're going to do some we'll movies. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll do yeah, some yeah, movies next week. But yeah, like yeah, Sinister. What else comes out? Seven Psychopaths. Seven Psychopaths. Argo. Argo and Seven Psychopaths. Definitely next week. This October is heavy with like actual stuff. So we'll probably be doing like at least two, three movies per podcast for this month, which would be pretty cool. Fun up until like. January almost. We'll yeah, we're, we're straight on through, through the rest of the year, which is pretty sweet. Straight on through morning. And Lincoln's in out. all of them. Okay, yeah, you can find us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at moviemoviepc. You can email us, uh, send us your fake movie Fridays. You can tell us what you think of the show uh, at moviemoviepodcast at gmail.com. You can rate us on iTunes. And uh, as you all hopefully know, or if you don't know, here you go. Uh, we are the Priest and the Beekeeper. We have a monthly variety show at Long Island City's The Creek in the Cave, uh, which we host with our good friend and stand-up comedian, Zach Broussard. We have a show coming up on October 18th. Uh, it is our Halloween uh our Freaky Thursday show <laughs> in which we will be doing we normally do improv this time we're going to be doing stand-up and we're going to have some uh, stand-ups coming over and doing some improv for us so you should check it out it's going to be good 9.30 October 18th really respect the form yep yeah this is just lost all the stand-up audience <laughs> oh. so yeah so uh, thank you everybody for listening and uh, we'll see you next time on the Movie Movie Podcast late Aka. <laughs> <laughs> Aka, goodbye. Aka, bye. <laughs>